Psalm 10:14. But you do see, for you note mischief and vexation, that you may take it into your hands. To you the helpless commits himself. You have been the helper of the fatherless. Psalm 10:14 is a variation of what we've seen elsewhere in this psalm talked about the difference between the righteous person and the wicked person in this respect. The wicked person says, God isn't there and he doesn't care, so I'm going to do whatever I want. And the righteous person says, God is there and he does care, so I'm going to call upon him to act. And that's the the key uh, distinction between the two. And there's another distinction here. Whereas The uh, wicked person says, you will not call to account. The righteous person says, you see it and you will call it to account. So the, the righteous person says, but you do see. The wicked people think that you don't, but you do because you note it. You're noting mischief. You're noting vexation. In the word is of Psalm 33, 13. The Lord looks down from heaven. He sees all the children of man. So God sees it. And the reason that he sees it is that he may take it into his hands. So we've seen in verse 12, God lift up your hand. In verse 14, we see to give with your hands upon you. So there's this idea of lifting up his hands and acting in light of what he sees. And so here in verse 14, uh, we have this idea that you never forsake the wretch. You, you, you have uh, been for the orphan, the one who helps. That's the idea we have in verse 13 here. You have been the helper of the fatherless. To you, the helpless commits himself. I'm going to talk about that idea of committing yourself for a minute. In the New Testament, we have this idea in 2 Timothy 1.12. I am not ashamed, Paul writes, for I know whom I have believed. And I am convinced that he is able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. We read Peter's words in 1 Peter 4.19. Therefore, let those who suffer according to God's will... Entrust their souls to a faithful creator while doing good. Entrust. It's the same act that Jesus does on the cross when he calls out with a loud voice and says, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. He's entrusting himself, committing himself to the justice of the Father. And that's what we need to do when we look at wickedness and we call upon God to act. Uh, the fact that we're going to entrust ourselves to God's justice does not mean that we don't ask him to change the situations that we are in or that we see. But instead, it allows us with hope to do what we'll see in verses 16 to 18. It allows us to look at reality as it actually is, to call upon God to change it, and then at the same time to trust him. That the question of making wrong things right is not if God will do it, but when God will do it. And so, God, we trust ourselves to you. 
We commit our lives, our spirit to your hands because we know that the decisions you make, God, are good. We know that even when things don't make sense to us, even when uh, we struggle to see your wisdom in a certain situation, we know that you are good. So I pray, Father, that you would help us to know that and believe it and to live according to that truth. And and God, as we uh, do so, would it not push us into nihilism or defeatist uh, mindsets, but instead would we continue to look to you to change things? Would we continue to act to change things? But at the same time, would we know that if things aren't changing, it's not because we failed or because you failed, but because you know better. So help us to trust you. It's in Christ's name I ask. Amen. And that is Psalm 10, verse 14.